I don't know what's happening. As the boss of the podcast, I'm concerned that I don't know what's happening. I've only seen it on YouTube. I have so I'm, many questions. Do I need to move on? <laughs> Please. <so>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Does Eyes Wide Shut count as a Christmas movie? No. <laughs> what's wrong with you? After giving away all of The Mandalorian, this is where we're going to draw the line on spoilers. Wilson! Oh, I was not listening. <laughs> that is very apparent to everyone on the podcast that you were not listening. Did we just J.J. Abrams' this podcast where we had a great 90% and then couldn't land it? Yeah, pretty well. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. Just to be clear, did you say Robert De Niro? Yes. I'm sorry, have you seen the movie? Have you not seen Godfather Part 2? Oh, no. You used to take that back. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say that. All right. The, the listeners at home can't see the look of the <laughs> yeah. movie I have on my face right now. But I, I want I want them to know that I am dumbfounded by that comment. This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome to this episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I am your host, Kyle, with Drew and Drew. One of them's handsome, maybe. One of them spells the name with you, definitely. And we have a guest host on with us tonight, our very own Tiffany Allen. Tiffany, say hello to your fans. Hello to my fans. God, you are so on the nose with it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's so literal. <laughs> Why did we bring Tiffany on the show tonight? Might be your question. I'm asking that myself. And is it so we can play a game of uh, Tiff describes a movie? No. Well, not Thank really. Goodness. I do love that game. The next 45 minutes might kind of just be that game, but on a, on a different setup. Uh, we, brought just Tiffany shot on. <laughs> we brought Tiffany on because she's the only person we know who's ever been a cheer captain and a cheer coach. And I believe at one point, an All-American? Uh, two-time all- UCA All-American. Wow. I'm the only person who's been a two-time UCA, all- UCA All-American? What does that but mean? But have you ever held the spirit stick? Oh, good question. Or done oh, the gosh. Fountain of Troy? It's Prohibidado. Prohibidado. So important I said in Spanish. That's how clear I needed to be. So why did we bring on our only cheer expert that we know? Because tonight we are breaking down the two best, biggest, bravest cheer movies of all time. Fired up and bring it on. Now, both, both movies consist of high school student athletes who go to cheer camp. And, um, and that's pretty much where the similarities stop. <laughs> I think that's kind of where they end. Uh, other than, than, than hijinks that just kind of go back and forth between high schoolers and cheer camp. So uh, I think we're, we're definitely going to get some hot topic questions. Everybody's asking, like, which, which movie had the best stunts that were the most mm. realistic? Um, is The Fountain of Troy really that hard to pull off? Uh, I'm sure I'll come up with another one before we're done <laughs> this podcast. Uh, but for right now, uh, just kind of wanted to, Tiffany, will you please explain to us your background? What makes you an expert in the field of cheer? I, Wow. I don't know that I would call myself an expert, but I do love it. I do love it. And now we're moving on to Crawford. Crawford, what makes you an expert? We did bring you on as our expert panel. So that is a big (laughs) selling point. I I will try my hardest to give, to give my professional opinion. How about that? I think we can say this. You are at least the only podcast host here who watched that Netflix documentary about the cheer, the cheer team. Incorrect. Handsome Drew did as well. 
Are you Drew with a U? I'm Drew with a U. Why oh, would he be Drew with a U? Obviously, oh, he's God. Drew with a U. What the? Okay, my <laughs> handsome Drew. I don't spell my just, name with a U. What are you talking about? <sighs> I would I would like to be known that the progress of Kyle becoming less and less confident, which Drew is the handsome Drew, has been a fun uh, story to unfold. But I will say another reason for her cheerleader professionalism, she does own four out of the five Bring It On movies. Uh, possibly five out of the six. The only one she doesn't have is the first Bring It On movie, which you cannot stream. You can't anywhere. Yeah, it's only on YouTube. That's the only that, way I was able to watch it. That um, would have been a better idea. We had a movie trading company time for twenty minutes to give someone my money because I love giving movie wow. studios my money, and they had, would not take it from me. I had to walk into a brick and mortar store of a movie trading company, go out and support your local movie trading company and purchase on my own a copy of Bring It On. And then I also picked up three other movies to not look like a pervert who's just picking up Bring It On. By yourself. By myself. Yeah. If the you have the option- hit classic, Bring It On. To, <laughs> to pick three movies to, got, to guard your creepily purchase of Bring It On at like 4.30 in the afternoon, at your local movie trading company, what would you have gone with? That's funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's you, really I good. Think you got to make it entirely random. You got like, so right. that the guy doesn't know which one you're weird for getting. Right? <laughs> uh, like Clockwork Orange, uh, go ahead and get something in black and white. Uh, 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 that's a great and idea. Then, and then maybe like Wayne's World 2. And you're like, you pick, man. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly my first thought was, if I can get it weird enough, then maybe best case scenario, the guy checking me out will be like, was that a pervert? I can't, I don't, I can't tell. <laughs> That's always the best case scenario. <laughs> maybe now transitioning to the movies that we're talking about tonight. Fair enough. Would anybody like to take a guess without cheating? Who directed Bring It On? Um, in my expert opinion? Of the cheer, yes. In my expert opinion, the same guy who directed Ant-Man. Peyton Reed, yeah. And that is the craziest fact. <laughs> yeah. He, well, he's not also a big reveal. Sorry, Kyle. Uh, no, 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 not a big reveal. I think he's just a really well-known actor, uh, director. Uh, he also did Music. The Mandalorian. He did New New Girl. He did a lot of New Girl, actually. Um, man, oh, cool. and Dude, really? there is a movie early on in his career that made him famous, which I am. Was that Fired Up or Bring, bring It On? Uh, bring yeah. It On. What a resume Will, this guy has. Yeah, oh, Will yes, man. Did Fired Up. Oh, yeah, Mr. Show with Bob and David was also one of his first things that he did oh. TV-wise. He also did the Weird Al show. But Bring It On was like his first like big budget movie, um, which is funny now to think that this guy is now directing movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe with explosions and people in quantum realms and Kang and stuff mm -hmm. coming up. So, um, And then, yeah, Will Gluck, who directed Fired Up. I don't actually think I know him from anything. Uh, I think he did uh, that movie with Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. No, no. Uh, Justin <gasps> Tatum. Channing uh, Tatum. No, are you talking about Friends with Benefits or No Strings uh, Attached? One of the one of those two. One of those. About Jupiter films, Ascending. Yeah. Uh, but no, he <laughs> he also did Easy A. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's, cool. What, that's what I knew him from. Okay, yeah. Well, so uh, two movies that are based around high school students uh, and them going to cheer. Uh, I'm going to introduce Fired Up because I enjoyed that movie and I'll let someone else introduce bring it on because I did not enjoy that movie uh, so fired up 
is a movie about two best friends who are high school football players. They're the best players on the team and they are more interested in girls than they are in the team and football. So they decide that instead of going to two a days in El Paso or wherever in Texas and sweating a whole lot and getting their heads beaten in, uh, they decide to go to cheer camp instead. And they go to cheer camp and obviously they are chasing girls, but one of them is going to fall in love with the captain of the cheer team. It's just got to happen. It's a movie trope that you can't escape. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wait, Kyle, doesn't she have a boyfriend already? But she's already got a boyfriend, Dr. Rick. (laughs) Is he in uh, high school or is he in college? He's in college. He had to be in college. He's older. (laughs) And they're pre-fiancés. And uh, man, that movie is just filled with so much hijinks. What size Crocs does he wear? (laughs) 11. He's 11 in Crocs. The most famous person to come out of that movie is Alan Richson, probably. And he has three lines in the movie. He is the guy, Thad Castle is just in the backseat of the car. And he's like, yeah, like twice. And like, that's it. And he's went on to have the best career out of everybody, which is wild. Um, but so, yeah, then it's the third act is full of regular hijinks and, and uh, whatever. Uh, whereas Bring It On. Uh, so Bring It On, the 2000 hit movie that I saw in the second grade and was the first movie that made me go, <laughs> I think I like girls. Uh <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I'm so glad we're doing this. That was the first time I remember being uncomfortable in my friend's living room. Going, that is a my friend's mom is. is here, and I don't think I should be watching this with my friend's mom. There is like uh, a full-on lap dance at one point. I did not remember that. That is, yeah, it is. That's a wild movie. Aggressive. Yeah. Um, and so Moving beyond that, uh, it takes place at a high school in California where the five-time defending national championship, uh, oh shoot, Ranch I, I, they something. say their name like twelve times. Yeah, and it's Rancho so, something. The Torres. The C, and then the, the Torres name and the initials on their uniforms do not make sense. It's like it, well, an it's R and a Rancho C. starts with the C word something high school anyway uh they are the five-time defending national champions and it turns out in a plot twist they've been stealing all their cheers for years and they Mm. didn't know just there was this mean captain who was going down to east compton and stealing the cheers from an actually good cheerleading squad and then coming back and pitching them as her own so when kirsten dunce takes over the uh the team as captain her senior year she finds out and she's like guys we can't do this uh then in the whole time there's like two sub captains seniors who are like trying to take her job and are belittling her and also bad at being high schoolers in general uh <laughs> and they're kind of the worst that humanity has to offer anyway they get into several uh cheer battles along the way you might think what's that look like is it something uh similar to step up and you'd be wrong uh it's just one cheer back yeah. and forth at each other and just yeah. whoever demeans the other person a little bit more and also uses some sexuality along the way. That's how you win. Yeah. Um, anyway, they end up trying to do the right thing and come up with their own cheers. They end up hiring a choreographer who turns out has been peddling the same cheer up and down the coast. And uh, they do routine. the same cheer right after another team does the same cheer. The fighting mighty muskrats. And, uh, well, needless to say, they are embarrassed. 
and they end up still qualifying to make the nationals because somehow they won it last year and that makes you an automatic bid which is a dumb that's rule. a bad rule <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that's i mean is rule, that a real rule in cheerleading uh it is in this movie one one of my uh big problems with that rule though is that like if that exists why bother competing at regionals just mm. go just go mm. to the finals what you, you have an automatic pass uh, but then they go on to compete at nationals where they've worked really hard uh, to create their own original cheer and prove that they're actually good and, you know, fight the other team that they've been stealing other cheers from. And as they are trying to prove that they deserve, you know, in a really r- literal sense, they tell each other to bring it several times. <laughs> but uh, never but, bring it on. No, they're not supposed to bring it on. They're just supposed to bring it. In general. And no yeah. one tells them where they're supposed to bring it to. We'll figure out where to put it later. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. B- just bring it. Don't even ask. Just bring it. Uh, so I feel like I didn't do a good enough job explaining the Pilata fired up after you just went for the last 10 minutes delving very deep into bring it on. But I feel like if you've listened to this podcast ever before, you've probably had to go back and watch bring it on or uh, fired up because we've talked oh, yeah. about it so much. So I feel like the audience is probably caught up on Fired Up. One of the best movies of all time. So I will say this. Great. I, You guys know I love Fired Up. I've seen it like, I don't know, 25 times. Uh, I haven't seen Bring It On since the aforementioned second grade episode. <laughs> and uh, Sound pretty scarring. Yeah, watching it the now uh, on YouTube. Thank you. Uh, I was like, whoa. I knew this was kind of like fired up was kind of going to play on this a little bit, but like shot for shot, they stole some scenes. Mm. Um, oh yeah. And, it, and it's pretty funny. It's pretty awesome. There's uh, straight up one scene where two football players walk by the cheerleader stretching and they go, maybe we should be cheerleaders. And yes. I was like, wait a minute. Is that how fired up became a movie? <laughs> had to be, had to be. There are specifically two football jocks who always make fun of the other male cheerleaders for being gay, even though like some of them aren't. And they're just like, Oh, whatever. Cheerleading's dumb. <laughs> but they also just make fun of everybody, even though they're on the football team and they suck. They haven't won a game in like 10 years. Um, but yes, to your point, they look at cheerleaders and they're like, well, maybe we should join the squad. And I had the same thought where I was like, I swear somebody saw that line and said, I wonder what would have happened if they did join the squad. And then they made fired up. <laughs> and also in fired up they what like the cheer whole cheer camp watches a movie which just so happens to be bring it on okay. in which two scenes yeah. are referenced um be aggressive be aggressive which i didn't know was from bring it on even after watching fired up and them <laughs> specifically referencing that it was bring it on so wow what an experience you've had this week yeah it was an epiphany if you will wow. it was and a big week I, for you learned how to be aggressive and so yeah. i think bring it on. <laughs> it's the e yeah. that really comes you needed, in yeah, handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you needed the cheer mm-hmm. and the the other one is uh espn cameras all around people cheering wait people cheering, cheering. cheerleaders cheerleaders <laughs> another uh so similarity another similarity between the two is the fact that a pyramid is super difficult in both movies did you pick up yeah. on that one we've, we've mentioned before that is Prohibitibidabido, uh, which is said in Spanish, so I won't repeat its name. 
Uh, and the other, I can't remember which what the name they used in the film, but I do remember that Carver's leg was broken. Specifically. Yeah. What a tragic scene. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst, just her first <laughs> uh, thing as taking over captain, she's like, well, we should go out and try the hardest move known to man. And they tell yeah. her no. They tell her that's the yeah. hardest move known to man. Yeah. And then she's like, we'll do it. We'll be fine. And then the other girl. They just- were not. There are a lot of times that her where leg she, in three places. She says the phrase, I'm pulling rank. Or she says, no, 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 I'm the cap. We're just going to do this anyway. I'm like, oh, man, this that is rough. One of the yeah, main things missing from Bring It On, which Fired Up had more accurately, as stated in IMDb trivia, <laughs> Bring It On doesn't feature a cheer coach at all. We are led to believe that Kirsten Dunst, has sole rights to create yeah. routines and approve them and lead tryouts. Yeah. Everything without any adult supervision. So I was going to ask you guys between the two movies, who had the best captain of the cheer team? Uh, Kirsten Dunst uh, plays what's her name? Torrance. 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 Right. Like Torrance of the Toros. Confusing name choice in mm. my opinion. Um, and then the, Captain of the cheer team Carl fired Barkley. up. <laughs> and then Carly, played by Carl's Sarah Romer. Carl's Fornia. Carly, Carly and the Chocolate Factory. Carly Davidson. Which I think Andy that the, the men here in this podcast, the, the, the mere just viewers of cheerleading should discuss which one was the best. And then ah. Tiffany, the one who actually knows what's happening in cheerleading should be right. like, no, this one was actually the best. So okay. I'm all for Carl's bad cavern. I love the fact that when she got her shot, she said, screw it. We're doing the fountain of Troy, even though it's prohibitado. And uh, I, I really like those balls on my captain. What about you guys? Oof, man. Not to make y'all nervous, but there is a clear answer <laughs> as the expert of the podcast. And the boss. And then as uh, her husband, I would like to just go ahead and be on the record as stating that I side with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Which, well, whichever way it is that she's yeah, going to yeah. uh, okay. I do respect that uh, Carly Horse actually has um, the wits to say no, that these guys are total girl chasing tools and yeah. should not be on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, can grow up and actually accept them and, and have, you know, good time with them. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, she gets mad at them for like knowing the whole time what they were supposed to be. I don't know. Yeah, that, that still makes me mad. But uh, Torrance, you know, for all her flaws of, uh, I don't know, acting does a good <laughs> job of... Uh, of being committed to her team. She eats, sleeps, and breathes cheerleading. I yes. mean, she pushes them, telling them that they're going to work before school and during school and double the hours after school. And they're going to... They like, take an interpretive dance class. Man. And miming, because yeah. that is important in cheering. Uh, so her dedication really can't be... Uh, and then she also doesn't listen to anybody on her, on her squad when they say... Uh, Hey, maybe we shouldn't do that. And I mean, to be fair, they're usually wrong. So, um, you know, she did the right thing, I guess, most of the time. But she really does the like, I'm pulling rank and I'm doing whatever I want. You can't. You know what? That's a good point, though, because the people that Torrance has to listen to are 
absolute idiots. A gymnast who has never cheered before and hates cheerleading. And two girls who are constantly trying to undercut her just and just want to steal the the routine from other people who don't care. It's about winning, don't care about cheating. Um, and can you think of any other characters with like deep characterizations or most other characters uh, are like kind of one or two notes? The the cheating boyfriend who tells her she's <laughs> not good enough and doesn't believe in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a moment. Also not great. What a moment. But she does share a really awkwardly long toothbrush scene with her best friend's boyfriend. And I still don't feel like he gives her any good advice. So I'm, I'm glad that you brought it up. Did you guys notice that? Oh, yeah. I the moment where they're brushing their teeth it. next to each other. Wow. What, why? They go back and forth. To go, but real, what a story to go from that to Ant Man. We applaud whatever your name is. <laughs> Here's totally the toothbrush scene. Uh, at one point, she's like self-conscious about spitting in front of him. So she covers the side of her face that she's going to be spitting out of yeah. in front of a mirror that he yeah. is also in front of. Yeah. That he can see her. What? All right. Drew, did you give actually an answer? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm going with Which Torrance. captain? Torrance, I think you, I thought you were leading her. Yeah, yeah. She was, she was a wow. better captain. We're, we're split decision here. One with Torrance, one with Carly, one with, with my wife. The other one is <coughs> Tiffany. Here you go, Tiff. Who is the best Allow me as the captain expert. For two as the only co-captain that's <laughs> ever been on this podcast? I am going to have to give it up to, to Carly Horse. No way, really. I wow. really am. I think that I, you know, and Drew, you really did make a good point because I was really hating on Torrance before you made your point just now about the people that she had to listen to. They were dingbats. Yeah. So she really did need to have the ability to say no, which is a tough, that, that's a good skill to have. But I think Carly listens to her team well. She she also eats, sleeps, breathes, cheerleading, all that good stuff. You know, she really would fight for her team and all that. But she she fight or she listens to her team and she gets everybody on board and she knows when to take a step back and let Sean and, and Nick give their awesome speeches that nice. are legendary. So yeah. Wow, did I will say coming. One thing that did bother me about both of their leadership is that uh, they were totally okay with not winning. Uh, yeah. In Bring It On, oh, yeah. spoiler alert, they get second and they look at each other for a second and then she's like, oh my God, second, that's amazing. We're so good. It's like, well, you know, no. you did just win five times in a row as first. So, <laughs> and then Carly's like, yeah, we got 14. That's amazing. It's like 13 spots and we did better last year. It's like, well, that's still bad. I, I did not know until tonight that that the other movie that we're talking about was the first Bring It On, because I will tell oh, you no. <laughs> that two through six are great. <laughs> Bring I'm It On All sure or Nothing it, changed my life with Hayden Panettiere. Wow, when she crumps. When she crumps, yep, that's the scene. That is seared in my brain forever. Yeah. For, for better or for worse. But then there's also the one Bring It All, Bring It On All or Nothing. And they have like a full on like West Side Story moment where they mm -hmm. like they come out. It's awesome. They have like a cheer up, but it's Ashley Tisdale's little sister. Fun fact. How about that? So, but they uh, they do win in that one. So best captain goes to fired up with Carly Horse. Yeah, I'll say yeah. We're yeah. all in agreement. Okay, yeah. so my next one for you guys was uh, best cheer routine, and I think you have mm -hmm. to 
use the ones that they use in the finals of each movie. Uh, their last dance, their last cheer. It's yeah, their last cheer. It seems dumb to call it a cheer. Is it? A, it's a cheer. A routine. A routine. I did, well, we'll routine. say a routine. You have a lot to of have talking so in the routine. Many, yeah. A lot of talking, talking, talking but... during the routine. So uh, again, I'm going on on best routine. I'm going fired up here because they did the prohibidabado. They tried the Fountain of Troy. Did it work? No. But at the same point in time, you had to see Shawnee Sean fly through the air, and uh, that's true. And also, I just like this movie so much more than Bring It On. So, uh, Drew Allen, if you want to side just with your wife again. For all future can. questions, is your answer fired up? I have one that's going to be Bring It On. Okay, but... okay. I was just curious. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I, I actually will weigh in on. Uh, I had a big, like, the first Bring It On movie upset me in a lot of different points. One of the main <laughs> ones is, like, after, like, my wife was a very uh, celebrated cheerleader, as we've talked about before. She's also a cheer coach and a cheer judge. She's been very humble so far um, and, and not trying to, to, to brag about her cheer career. But I like to think that I've, I've adopted a part of the cheer community into my life. And the fact that like the big selling point of Bring It On's cheer routine was that they incorporated different kinds of dance right. into their cheer routine. And, and that's supposed to make them better cheerleaders really upset me because it makes it seem like cheering's the lesser of the dance routine type of movements. And I feel like that just dunking on cheerleading as a whole. So I'm going to go with fired up um, because at least they celebrate cheerleading, you know. Nice. And, and they also literally dunk cheerleading when they flip a girl through a basketball hoop, uh, which is (laughs) the single best stunt that's done in either movie. That might be the best scene. Yeah. And that's that's real. That's not CGI. Yeah, it really looks like she hits her head, like legitimately. I her ponytail flips. Yeah, that that is a stunt that people do and do get concussions doing that. It is illegal to impress nobody. Yeah. Just to put it on TikTok or something. I guess I don't know. Like the yeah. parents in the stands were going to cheer either way, regardless if you flipped right, her yeah. through a hoop or if you just did you know a jumping jack thing and called it a day. Um, I would say. I was hoping to get more reaction out of you when I said jumping jack. I looked oh right God, at I you. I whispered it to myself you just over here and I said, all right, jack. all right. That's I don't want our audience to know that this is my wife, but also Kyle's sister. And there's some hilarious banter going back and forth. But that's because it's brother and sister. I'm too far away from the mic. I feel like I got to re- get really up in this mic now. Yeah. yeah, I've been whispering. Pretty the whole uncomfortable time. for me as the brother here, but that's what we got to do to make this podcast. <laughs> I'm glad that we could all so. experience this together. What a sweet. Pretty time. good. So pretty, anyway, pretty good. Uh, I, I would, <laughs> Tiffany. I'll let you go last, just because you're going to be the expert on on the situation. I, I won't lie. I do have strong feelings about this. No, it's called a herky. I just didn't call it a herky to make you mad. I'm not talking. You did not know it was called that. <laughs> the remainder of the I podcast. Go- I Google searched what it was called while y'all were all talking. Her- no, jumping Jack. I want to know what your Google search verbatim was. Agreed. Crawford, do you have I want to know what you Google question? Did you you Google cheerleading jumping jack thing? You can't handle the truth, Crawford. Cheerleading jumping up and down. Arms out. (laughs) Verbatim. It's been a long long day. Herky was the answer. So you couldn't come up with toe touch? That wasn't one that just toe touch would have been good. You know what? I don't mean to shame you here. Yeah, I feel like I'm being <laughs> shamed for this. Uh, but as far as routine, I think that the bring it on one is actually 
the most realistic uh, because one, they're not doing a lot of talking during the routine. Two, <laughs> I don't know how much of the like music actually plays a factor at competitions, but all of their songs are, or all of their routine is to one song. Mm. And Fired Up is to like three or four. And at one point, when the Fountain of Troy happens, it just goes into like some kind of drum solo that they just get <laughs> queued up somehow. For a long uh, time. Yeah. Don't do that. And that seemed unrealistic to me. So uh, I think, uh, but still, the Fountain of Troy is so good. <laughs> it's the Fountain of Troy, dude. It's hard to vote against. And it, uh, it's really tough. I will say to your point, Crawford, it does upset me in these movies when like it's a competition tournament and everybody goes and then the main cast gets to their chance and it's like four times as long as everybody else's routine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I'm also going to go with fired up on this one. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Tiff. What were you about to say? Well, no, I mean, I, I was just going to ask if it changed his opinion. Usually it is a mix of a couple of different songs, just if, as the expert of the podcast. Yeah, okay. For sure. yeah. mm-hmm. And so, but you were going to pick fired up anyway. So I love that. What that confirms my pick, so I appreciate it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, good work. Moving on to best love story. Uh, There are multiple love stories in Fired Up between Carly and Sean. uh, And then (laughs) I I think my favorite love story in Fired Up, though, is uh, Nick's love story with the other coach. Downey. (laughs) Downey. No, that was Downey. (laughs) Diora. With Diora, the old coach, who he just, like, can't get Get her to pay attention to it's him. It's Italiano for a beautiful princess. Oh, well, it should be. I'm calling the dictionary people. Calling dictionary people. Awesome. Yeah, that's so great. Now, somebody remind me, who is Kirsten Dunst's uh, love interest? Guys, in- his name is Cliff, and he's How played by Jesse Bradford, who, who has was the also best, in. Well, he's got the best shout out in Fired Up when he goes, oh, that Jesse Bradford. I love him. No, seriously. seriously. I love him. Oh, my mind is blown. Yeah. I said that, that probably is... seven times out loud while I watched this movie. <laughs> so... Guys, do you, do you, did y'all recognize Cliff from Bring It On? Oh. I don't know what other early 2000s movie he is from. Yeah. Come on, Kyle, come on. Clock Stoppers. That's Ball. it. Yes, Clock oh Stoppers. Oh my gosh! What a great film, dude. I actually do think we should go back and watch Clock Stoppers at some point because uh-huh. that soundtrack was banging. That movie was awesome. He was Clock great. Stoppers. Do you remember There's... the club scene? Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Yes. That's um, that movie's a great movie. What? Just absolutely one of my favorites. Also, as a small side note, Big Red. Did yeah. y'all recognize her? I did, but I couldn't place the, her. The old cheer captain? Uh-huh. If I give you the hint, horrible bosses. Charlie Day's fiance. Oh, wow. Whoa. Horrible bosses. That's a deep also, cut. what's his face's wife Mark from Walden. the other guys? Oh. And now oh, you'll yeah. She's the dancer. She's the dancer. That's yes. right. And she's like, you yes. wouldn't understand this life. He's like, you don't think I know how to do ballet? And he's like, <laughs> Oh, that was that was really beautiful. He's like, yeah, I learned to do to make fun of the kid up the street. It's like you learned ballet, ironically. <laughs> so, wow, we've we've taken a journey now. To, to, to no, 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 it was worth it because now I'm thinking about watching Clock Stoppers as soon as we get out of here, uh, and that was worth it in and of itself. Um, best romance for you guys in these two movies. 
for me, I think it's going to be Sean and the old cheer coach. Because I just really appreciate a guy who won't quit, who won't Nick. give up. Nick. Nick. I'm sorry, Nick. Yeah, Nick and the old cheer coach. Because while Sean and Carly Horse was great, uh, it, you just you knew it was going to happen. You saw it coming from my way. It was a trope that they've done a million times before. Whereas young, hot football guy going after old cheer coach who's married to other cheer coach is brand new for us. So that's that's my answer. I'm, I'm going to take a deep cut here. Uh, in one of the post-credit scenes of Fired Up, you see one of the mascots take his head off, yes. the panda, and it's Hero from Heroes. Yeah. <laughs> and he makes out, he, he's like, he looks at, uh, I don't know, like an ostrich or something like that. He's like, you're so beautiful. And they go to take their mascot head off and he goes, no, <laughs> leave it on. It's hotter that way. And then they make out. And I was like, yes. Uh, it's so funny and random, but that's the love story. And it, I love it because early on in Fired Up, he talks about how like, hey, what's up, Eagle? And the Eagle gestures and he goes, no, he doesn't talk. He just gestures. He's like, what? Not even in his own bunk? The whole time, baby girl. Total immersion. And that's just funny to me because that means that mascot duo has been falling in love through gestures for <laughs> two weeks. And they finally got to the point that they physically couldn't take it anymore. And that's the kind of love I'm looking for. Love is blind. I have to thank you because I will watch that movie with new eyes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. What, what a sweet addition to my already one of my top 10 favorite movies. Wow, <laughs> I have to imagine Will Gluck of Ant-Man fame uh, would have put, no, is he the wrong one? Easy A. Of Easy A fame had to have put their love interest in the background of a lot of scenes. And I'm going to be looking for all of the mascots to see when Eagle and <laughs> Dragon are ever in a scene together. <laughs> wow. Uh, Tiff, you get to weigh in on this one because why not? Uh, yeah, which one was your favorite love interest? I've got, we're, so I've got three options here. here. You got, apparently you've got any option you want. I, wow. You're, you're neither of us took the main one from Fired Up. We both I, took... I'm, I'm new to the panda timeline here. So I, <laughs> that one's going to have to sit with me. I'm going to have to pray on that one. But that's got to uh, make the intro cut. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I would say, oh, I'm going to get it wrong now. Nick or Sean? Sean, Sean with Carly. Carly. No, The Nick, blonde one's then. Nick. Nick yeah. and Diora. Nope. Wow. Dang yeah. it. Really? That's yeah, correct. Nick and, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Nick and Diora. Really? Uh, because I agree. I think that it's the sweetest love story. <laughs> I think that he has, I have strong feelings about this. He tries so I think, hard. Yeah, he tries so hard. It is so. He writes her poetry. So I say, he gets kicked out because people See? are making fun of him for the poetry that he wrote and because of his love for she her. She gets to his real, his real, the heart of him. Mm. No other girl ever got to the heart of him. And yeah, here we are. True. And it was, she broke down his walls. She is <laughs> married, to be clear. She is married <laughs> to someone well, else. I don't know why you have movie. to. I didn't trample on your panda. Wow. <laughs> I didn't trample. On your panda might be my new You're favorite. Right. I appreciate that. The, yeah, uh, so. John Michael Higgins' character, Coach Keith, yes, uh, in Fired Up, is maybe the best the character best. in Fired Up. Which I brings me to the that. next one: best character in either movie. I Fired Up is full of so many great characters, but Coach Keith in Fired Up is just so out there and so yes. off the wall and so much fun. I think he's my favorite character. 
Yeah. Uh, the captain of that spirit ship. I mean, he can be my captain anytime. Uh, I love, <laughs> I love coach Keith. Um, I think the, the spinoff of him, or I guess he's the spinoff of this guy uh, from bring it on is the dance choreographer, Sparky, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, who teaches them about spirit fingers. Uh, yeah. He's pretty great. Um, a little throwaway. Two of my favorite one-liners in the movie are the ESPN announcers. They're in both movies. Uh, it's played by a different guy, but they're both like just dumb. They say dumb things. Uh, like the guy in Fired Up goes, it's the Fountain of Troy, OMG. And the <laughs> other guy in Bring It On says something about uh, when I was in high school, I couldn't get cheerleaders to talk to me, but now I'm surrounded by them. But hey, any sport that mixes dancing and short skirts, I'm in. And it's like, whoa, dude. Whoa. <laughs> and then he goes, only here on ESPN2, the deuce. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but that that character stole that scene from me. Uh, I think, I think. Do you think that's how people, it was supposed to be taken? Was he supposed to be a character that you didn't like? I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> Because uh, otherwise, he was pandering to the wrong audience. There's some really interesting choices made in this movie. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> I don't. A totally know. opposite note from ESPN Deuce guy, who I will never call anything else, but <laughs> ESPN the Deuce. Um, uh, my favorite character, which I, you know, I hate to be the guy who's just all about cheer, which I feel like I have become on this podcast, like even it. more so than our cheer professional expert that we called in, but Gabrielle Union. Uh, from Bring It On is my pick. She was, I think, the breakout star yeah. of the Bring It On franchise. Uh, she does a great job, a phenomenal job of playing a very serious and like that's a nuanced role in an otherwise just teen rom com. And I loved her arc and her team story way better than the main characters. She also nails the like rock eyebrow raise throughout yep. the movie like six times and it's like whoa yeah. you're talented um Queen. also i don't want to skate over this poppy is the best character in both these movies for sure so i was thinking poppy or um the Brewster's girl who's from or... no well, the girl is from even stevens uh no kyle no tawny the i'm just saying tawny. girl tawny yeah when she just gave me like i'm just saying like i really enjoy i think she's good comedic relief in a Movie filled with comedy. Um, also, uh, Doctor Rick is my favorite character. Yes, oh, sure. dude, but, yeah. he's great too. And he's he, really I love too. him in everything now because of Fired Up. Uh, he's he's a new girl, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also in a show that was on NBC for two seasons called About a Boy. It's beautiful and fantastic. It's him and Minnie Driver. Oh wow! Uh, but David Walton is great, and I love Doctor Rick. Yeah. He's he's one of the most punchable characters you've ever seen. Yeah. Absolutely. Like one person you're just like, God, I would I would give so much money to just punch you in the but face. But I also right laugh at everything he says. Everything like, he said was great. That's talent. Mm-hmm. That's a good point, that's Jeff. Talent. I gotta choose Brewster though. Brewster is pretty good. That is yeah. my do yes. Between his hand gestures and like <laughs> just every just absolute gold. And blaze in a trail. Does. Yes. We talked about this. You talked. I listened. <laughs> yeah, Brewster's a great character too. And I was going to try to come up with um, 
like best uh best like right hand man or like best i don't know what the second lieutenant is that a is that a term in cheer tiff what's the captain's probably co-captain or as 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 drew more accurately referred to it earlier (laughs) sub-captain so the the best uh sub-captain of each movie uh poppy in fired up is uh a fantastic character who can get you whatever you need whenever you want it and is she, she's killing it on the JV squad and well advanced <laughs> beyond her years. She's got the shine. Uh, but then <laughs> who would necessarily take that role and bring it on? Who, who is like the sub captain? There's I mean, not really. There, there's two girls below her that were also the seniors that were trying to be captain, but they're not really like for her or the squad. They're kind of like anti, they're the antagonist the whole time. Yeah. Um, Missy, the, uh, you know, misunderstood gymnast who joins the team kind of has her mm-hmm. back. Uh, and then gonna say uh, supper guy's sister. And then uh, <laughs> I think, I think his name is less. I think his name is less. Uh, he's the yeah. cheerleader who is gay and talks about being gay. And uh, he's like got her back the whole way, and like we're gonna do this the right way. And uh, he's a very handsome man who, uh, you know, finds another handsome man to hit on at the end of the movie. So good for him. He's a he's a very positive influence the whole time. Speaking of the guy who hits on at the end of the movie, anyone? Uh, I he isn't Nancy Drew. That's another shout out. Uh, Is that what I know him from though? No, that's tough. No. All right. No, I cannot find him on IMDb. I cannot, I, I cannot figure it out. Final question. If you think of the directors, if you think of the actors, um, it, for, for being like the best thing they're ever going to do, you know, if, if, this was, if this movie was going to be one of these cast and crews, like best thing they've ever done, wh- which cast and crew does that go to? Because we talked a lot about how Fired Up has a lot of great character actors and, uh, a director you don't know much about and they all went on to do like pretty much nothing. The main yeah. girl, Carly, she went on to marry Chad, Michael Murray. Um, and I think that's kind of it, which also makes that line so much better Amazing. about douching out like Chad, Michael Murray in under two minutes. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. It makes that so much better knowing that she went on to marry Chad, Michael Murray. And then in bringing on, you have freaking Gabrielle union. You have Kirsten Dunst, you have Peyton Reed. You have what's the guy's name, the brother's name. Jesse Bradford. Uh, thank you, Jesse Bradford. People that want to do great things. Laverne so, from Scrubs. But, but yes. Laverne, yes, good point. But would would Kirsten Dunst look back at her incredible career and say, bring it on okay. with the pinnacle? I don't know. Like, or her incredible career. Well, she's been in a lot. I wouldn't I don't okay. enjoy her as okay. an actress. But okay. she's done a lot of stuff. Not to mention the Spider-Man trilogy. Uh, and yeah, just the, the range, you know, she yeah. has in Spider-Man. Yeah. And when she says, go get him, Tiger. And a believable and... You, you know, know how just, hard it is to kiss upside down. That's a good point, Drew. Nearly Drew impossible. makes a good point there. Like, Nearly impossible. Like, you know how hard it is to kiss Tobey Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> I was like dead certain you were going to say that. That was Tiff from the logo. Tiff drained that from the logo just yeah. now. That was beautiful. <laughs> So I, I like originally I was like, oh, this is obviously fired up cast, like the best thing they'll ever do. Uh, but then looking back on it, like 
Kirsten Dunst in that group? Like, I don't know. It kind of seems like this might have been the pinnacle for both people other than Peyton Reed. Like, Peyton Reed might have been the only person who escapes either of these movies and goes on and has, like, incredible heights outside. Listen, Gabrielle Union did Bad Boys 2. And she was in Bad Boys 2. Oh, my God. Did she, did she not have a, a, a musical career? She did. Okay. Uh, and and also, I will say that the guy who played Nick uh, went on to be on NCIS Los Angeles and is just rolling in his CBS money right now. He was in The Thing. Sean was in that one show. Sean was in Gotham. He was Harvey Dent in Gotham for like oh, four he episodes. Was also Why on he? Heroes Season 2. He was the boy who was. breathe underwater and fell in love That's with Team right. Panettiere. He mm. was also in that one show. Okay, here I go. Hold Trial on. Trial and error with Adam Hagenboo. That's the one. Whoa. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't even give really? you a hint. I really like Nicholas DeGosto. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this, this is like. It's been called IMDb with not the <laughs> podcast you just <laughs> We got to get Adam Hagenboo on here at some point in time. Yes, <gasps> absolutely. Ten years ago, he and I were tight. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give him a phone call. Maybe we'll see. Uh, so I guess, so are y'all all pleading the fifth on this? I mean, probably everybody in Fired Up. You think so? Yeah. I, I would like to think that the cast of Fired Up can look back at it and say, wow, what a fun time and what a great movie we made. And also I look forward to bigger and better things. Whereas the cast from Bring It On, I'm not so certain. I, I may attribute that to my hatred for Kirsten Dunst which is half of the reason that I don't like her. It's I didn't know. Name to say. <laughs> I didn't know that you didn't like Kirsten Dunst. I don't enjoy her work. Agreed. Hmm. Second. I, I, okay, there we go. I think a, a great final question just to throw out, and we don't all have to answer this. It can maybe be just for Tiff if she wants it, but awesome. y'all feel free to weigh in on which do we think is the more accurate cheerleading movie? Ooh, Tiff. Yeah, knock it out, dude. This is you. That. That is a tough one. I I will say, because I actually do get this question more than I'm comfortable admitting. (laughs) Um, Not this question, but Fired Up's depiction of cheer camp is not accurate. Just so we can get Ah. that out there. And I could maybe quit answering that question because big yikes on that one. Um, The mascots do get out of character. (laughs) It's not total immersion. That was, that's the biggest shock. Wow, it is a 50-50 for me. Oh, I would boy. say if you took the entire, if you took the entire bring it on franchise and put it against fired up, probably bring it on as a whole would be more accurate. <laughs> so here's but here's just me. that one movie is so bad. <laughs> There's barring the first bring it on movie, which didn't do a good job, bring it on does a good job representing cheerleading. I would say so. I would so, say so. Uh, my one question and the one thing that really gets me about how realistic they are is that at least fired up acknowledges that other sports exist like bring it on talks about the football team but like you never see them anywhere except running out the field and then getting their ass kicked uh yeah the they like fall over everything they fall over tables each other yeah they can be bad at football and know how to walk yeah yeah Whereas fired up, you see, uh, obviously they are football players and you see them practicing in their scrimmage. Uh, you see, uh, Carly on the swim team. You see coach Klingerhofer co- uh, coaching the dance team. There's just, there's stuff around and more high school things going on. Bring it on is empty 
outside of the cheerleading team. They even talk like at one point, the Clovers are writing a letter to a talk show host in their gym. And then they reference, hey, let's just go do our thing. Like we've always done a million times in our gym. It's like, does anybody else use the gym, the basketball gym? I don't know. Maybe the basketball team. Mm-hmm. Are they there? Mm-hmm. It's just cheering, apparently, in California. And that blows yeah. my mind. Wow. Crawford swayed me. I, I disagree with my wife. I go with Fired Up. Well, yes. he, just, he just proved that those were better sports movies. Potentially. Yeah. I'm not sure that he proved that they were better cheer movies, which, which I stand by my decision. The, the Bring It On franchise as a whole more accurate to the cheer world, especially the competitive cheer world, I would say. And um, Fired Up, not so much, but which movie do I enjoy more? Fired Up. I think we can all agree Fired Up gets the cake on that one. Now, for the next 40 minutes of our podcast, we wanted to talk about the difference (laughs) between regular cheerleaders and competitive cheering. Tiff, I'm going to send that to you right now. Should we we get into like a, is, is cheer a sport? Oh, no, the closing, the music that closes us out is, uh, it started. Oh, it's so uh, Tiff, any last words? No, I appreciate, I appreciate y'all having me here. Thank you so much. I hope my expertise uh, is taken well. Tiff, thank you so much for joining us on Not the Podcast You Deserve, as we talked about the two best cheer movies of all time. Well, <laughs> at least, at least two movies that have cheer in them.